I've got an earth-shattering moment of seminal oratory. I have Mr. Bean on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Game fight! Hello and welcome to Date Fight. It's the 19th of November and this is a podcast where we try and find out what the most important thing ever to happen in history on this date was. Exactly. I'm Jake Yap. He's Nat Tapley. Um, we've each picked two things that happened on this day in history. Uh, we're going to pitch them against each other and see who emerges victorious. Me. <laughs> it's amazing how the stakes have ramped up since we've introduced the forfeits on Sundays. Uh, horrendous. Uh, so without waiting for any more of this waffle let's have round one one. my round one is the 19th november 1969 when pete conrad and alan bean become the third and fourth (laughs) men to walk on the moon (laughs) everyone remembers the that is such a relief there was a bit of me that was going was there a film of no but there should be thinking about there really should be yeah when he gets accidentally drafted into the space program and knocks over people in big gyroscopes genuinely this is already funnier than any mr bean film (laughs) there's a very good sketch by the way yes when they got to the moon they took the first color tv camera to go oh, to the moon. Wow. The reason you haven't seen colour TV footage of them on the moon is because Alan Bean pointed at the sun and burnt out the lens. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. all smoky and yeah. hilarious props. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, or because yeah. it's fake, mate. Because it's, it's all fake. Yeah. That's, that's the other reason. Um, uh, who is it? There's someone. There's someone really. Oh, Nick Knowles. Oh, is he a moon? He thinks trooper? they faked the moon landings. Yeah. Does he think they faked the entire space programme or just the moon landing? I'm just saying that it seems to me that... Uh, I'm just asking you know, questions. I'm just, I'm just asking, asking questions. questions. I'm not... I uh, don't want to put any I don't know. It's something to know. think about. I just love the armed forces and uh, Prince William and Harry would be my dream dinner party guests. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Nick Knowles. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can tell you so many facts about Nick Knowles and Alexander Armstrong. Obsessed right. with them. I don't know why. What's, I do know What's why, your top fact about Nick Knowles? Um... That he recorded his album, Every Kind of People, <laughs> a series of covers. Yeah. Um, because, uh, and he called it Every Kind of People and chose that song because it, it absolutely epitomizes exactly who he is as a person. He's every kind of people. Yes. He's also a vegan sometimes. <laughs> so am I. Yeah, he's between meals. Yeah. It's easy. Do you want to know what the first thing said by the third man on the moon was? Of course I do. <laughs> well, so here we are the then. The first one. <laughs> Handbrake. What? Pete Conrad, stepping out of the lunar lander, said, Whoopee! Man, that may have been a small one for Neil, but it's a long one for me. Because he was shorter than Neil Armstrong. <laughs> Why has this not gone down in history in the same way? That's so good. Whoopee, man, that may have been a small one for Neil, but that's a long one for me. And I as be- that echoed down the ages. I mean, I love the idea of, like, moon bands. Yeah. Like, with every expedition if only the space if the moon yeah. program had continued and by now it would have been <laughs> don't even try it because i will put a cap in your ass um, for mankind for mankind i could bleep that right yeah bleep that. yeah <laughs> uh, 
Uh, their capsule was also struck by lightning 36 seconds after liftoff, which took all the batteries offline. And my apologies to Alan Mead for making him sound like Mr Bean earlier. He did fix the problem. Yeah, but not the video camera. So that's my one. That. Oh, that's so good. By the way, just on the sort of Mr. Bean in space thing, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a really good Saturday Night Live sketch that you can find on YouTube. If you look look for SNL space mistakes, Mm -hmm. it's a very funny... It's just like a trailer for a a film called Mistakes in Space. (laughs) And all all the dialogue is basically kind of going, "Okay, well, we're all set for the takeoff. And someone says, I hope no one makes a mistake in space. (laughs) It just goes on. It's very funny. Okay, I'm going back to uh, November the 19th, 1863. Mm. It was a Thursday, as I recall. Ooh. (laughs) And... Done that extra bit of research. You... (laughs) bit of copy and pasting Mm. and u.s president abraham lincoln Mm -hmm. who it turned out was in the early stages of small smallpox oh and not very well at all um had gone down to gettysburg pennsylvania Mm. to deliver an address that afternoon this was four and a half months after the union armies had defeated those of the confederacy at the battle of gettysburg um now the full speech is not very long. Like I was Give even toying with. Do us, yeah. I could probably do it if I yeah. do it. I'll do, do it fast. Do the four score and seven years. Yeah, that right. That because everyone knows that line. Yeah. Four score and seven years ago. Then yeah. what? What? Oh, our f- forefathers something done to us. Eh? I don't know. Really. Hallowed be thy. Yeah. <clears throat> four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty, <laughs> and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. What is amazing about this address is it. Actually, so many lines of it have become kind of immortal. Mm. Not quite to the level of, whoopee! That's a small one for me! (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep our ideas of what rhetoric is good and bad. Sure, sure. Now we're engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We've come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that that nation might live. It's altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. We're halfway through. Mm. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men, living and dead, who struggled here have consecrated it, far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note nor long remember what we say here. <laughs> Humble brag. Yeah. But it can never oh, forget... Well, you don't want to hear this. I'll just throw the rest <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, anyway, I have a he's good... Not, he's on his yeah, phone. He's not listening. and coffees at the back. Uh, right. Um, what am I like? But it can never forget what they did here it's for us the living rather to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who fought here have thus so far nobly advanced it's rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain that this nation under god shall have a new birth of freedom and that government of the people by the people for the people up the people shall i added that bit, shall not perish from the earth that was it yeah. That same afternoon, a guy called Everett mm-hmm. gave an address. And that was called the Gettysburg Address. Really? And nobody remembers it. Good. Because it was two hours long. Oh, it was 13 and a half thousand words long. Everett, Everett, what were you doing? That was literally, it was called, the, uh, I'm going to do. Abraham Lincoln just I'm dropped the mic do, and say, follow that, Everett. <laughs> 
<laughs> he went, well, I'll go and I'll busk for a bit. I'll see what happens. I, I think he I think he did it first. It's kind of like you, like sort of stand-up, I think. Yeah. It's when like you, someone goes on as a really punchy short set, and then you go on and do two hours of yeah, you're badly just trying to get a work in progress material. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of the, the original Everett's Gettysburg Address was just like, so what else has happened? <laughs> and then, like, turning yeah. over a note. What do you, what do, you do? Uh, insurance, <laughs> is it? Oh, yeah. All oh, right. Uh, I'd like to, Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you with him, are you? Yeah. With him? No. Yeah. Oh, well, no. Just to make that clear. Awkward. Okay. Well, awkward. Well, it yeah. is now. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours of that, yeah. and then you get the uh, the 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 actual ultimate Gettysburg Address as <laughs> smacked down. Um, so yeah, um, his assistant secretary John Hay uh, noted that during the trip, Lincoln remarked that he felt weak um, and that he was dizzy. And during the speech, his face had a ghastly colour, and that he was sad, mournful, almost haggard. And then he caught the 6.30 train to Washington, D.C., and he was feverish and weak with a severe headache. He was a mess, mm. and he had smallpox. Is that after his son had died, or do we oh, know? Mate, I don't know. Oh, yes, you'll mean uh, William Wallace Lincoln, of course. Yes. Yes, of course. Well, uh, he died on February the 20th, 1862. So, yeah, that was about it's a year and a half okay. before the Gettysburg Address, mm. um, which is one railway cottage's Gettysburg. <laughs> Pathetic. Okay, well, who? I mean, oh, I yeah. love because you're the third man on the moons thing was so good. You, you have to have that. Thank you. Mate. Even though mine was a huge yours is actually probably much more. <laughs> Although it's not the important be... speech of the Civil War, the Emancipation Proclamation's big. Oh, mate! All right, yeah. you've won the point. Get over it. All right, do the birthdays. Happy birthday to Ferdinand de Lesseps, the French. Architect, surveyor, I don't know who designed the Suez Canal. Oh. And whose name was the um, uh, signal in NASA's speech to retake the Suez Canal, which led to the Suez Crisis, which led to Britain's fall from dominance in the world and becoming a second-rate post-imperial power. Amazing. You sort of forget the Suez Canal had to be designed. Yeah. Well, that sounds silly. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, it was a ditch. You just dig it yeah, across the continent. It makes a lot of sense to go from there to there. Yeah. I want to be over there. I can't get there because all this land's in the way. Yeah, but not much land. But no one till Ferdinand de Lesseps went, hang on, I have an idea. We could cut right through there and then you can put a boat there. Yeah. <laughs> Très bien. <laughs> um, oh, and happy birthday to Eleanor Audley, who was the voice of Maleficent. Oh. Disney Sleeping Beauty. Gosh. That's that's all she did, I think. That's very cool. That's all she did. She was also the voice of the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Happy birthday to Indira Gandhi, the only female Prime Minister of India who was assassinated by her bodyguards in 1984. Oh, right. Where are the ones done in 1985? Or <laughs> <laughs> Yes, everyone. Yeah. death day to wolf tone the irish general and father of irish republicanism um yes he was taken prisoner by the british and somehow died 16 days later he was sentenced to hang but tried to stab himself in the throat before he could be hanged when the but he didn't die from the wounds to his throat the doctor looked at him and said don't say anything you'll die if you do <laughs> to which his response was okay <laughs> What have I got to live for? Or something to that equivalent. And then spurt, spurt, death, death. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's Wolf Tone. Uh, happy 
death day also to oh James Ensor the Belgium's famous painter who's only really famous for having a They Might Be Giants song written about him oh yeah um, and happy death day to the man in the iron mask who it might sound like I'm doing fictional characters again but he actually existed he spent 34 years in a prison cell being guarded by the same person and nobody knew who he was that's insane put there by Louis XIV of France and left there to die for 34 years with no one being allowed to talk to him uh, apart from to find out what he wanted for dinner he was allowed to order food yeah that was it he wasn't allowed to talk to anyone for any other reason apart from that that's face was covered. Bizarre. When he was put in the prison, he was called Eustache Doge, um, but we think now that was probably a reference to someone else. There was a person called Eustache Doge, but we know exactly when and where he died, and it wasn't him. He was there for thirty-four years with a mask over his face. Some wow. people have suggested it might have been, might have been Louis XIV's twin brother, who he had put there so he wouldn't uh, try and become king. Oh, that would explain why he couldn't show his face. Mm. Oh man. Well, that's dark. Cheers. Round two. I'm going to go first this time. Yes, go first. And I'm taking you to 1967. Mm. And on November the 19th, 1967, the Beatles released their seminal work, mm. Magical Mystery Tour. And I mean, that was in the US, by the way, before right. Beatles fans start pounding <laughs> on me. Okay, fine. Um, <clears throat> but I mean... Just, I just want to read you the track listing. Okay. Because it's what an amazing album, right? Am I allowed to read you the track listing for Five Stars Silk and Steel afterwards? Uh, possibly. Okay. Possibly. Uh, okay, side one. Dag... <laughs> Blown it. <laughs> Dagum Bunny Rabbit, the Peep Peep song. Mm-hmm. Mrs. DeRocca, the sewer unblocker. <laughs> Bad Sparrow. <laughs> Mama done a dirty on the doorstep. <laughs> Apple crumble blues. <laughs> Your mother should put a nick. <laughs> I had so much fun. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> you are the narwhal. <laughs> Berlin slip and slide. <laughs> Gumble Humpty and the unicorn. Mm. I'm John Lennon and I was a bit of a turd and <laughs> You're Out of Your Mind featuring Dame Bowers and True Steppers. What an amazing That's album. Amazing. It's wall-to-wall bangers. <laughs> <laughs> Which is your favourite? I'm Dagon Bunny Rabbit, the Peep Peep song. I mean, just when you hear those opening yeah. chords, yeah. you just know that you're in for an extraordinary ride. Yeah, New Are the Narwhal really transports you to <laughs> inside the mind of whatever they were on at the time. Yeah, amazing album. Great stuff. Huge fan. Mm. Huge, huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay every other podcast gonna be on it you know yeah i know that's fine bring it you're only allowed on podcasts if you love the beatles oh, is that oh yeah you're probably right aren't you yeah, of yeah. course yeah all right. right i like paul mccartney i love paul mccartney define love i would kiss him mm-hmm. at, with some fumbling but i wouldn't go any further than that yeah, because I imagine his face is quite saggy. Soft. Very soft. Yeah. It's like crepe paper. Anyway, please let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine is uh, 1998. On the 19th of November, 1998, the House starts impeachment proceedings against Bill Clinton. Oh. But this is a family podcast, so we can't say why. No. For some reason, they wanted to impeach Bill Clinton. Yeah, And the Star Report gave details of 
the event of course that led did. to the impeachment of, of course. Clinton. Of course. Um, and yes, they failed to impeach him. But um, yes, that's it. And I thought that might be relevant today somehow. Yeah, yeah. Could well be. It's proper popcorn time, isn't it? Stateside. Mm-hmm. Topical. Could you, I can't stop watching it. I love all that stuff. Mm. It's... Um, Televised like. hearings. Is there any word as exciting as televised <laughs> no, hearings? There's nothing, oh. there's nothing. It's like when Rupert Murdoch got hit with that pie. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. That oh, was a good afternoon. I felt for Wendy Deng. <laughs> but she was too far away. Uh, no, it's just like a charity event I'm doing. Feel for Wendy Deng. <laughs> anyway. Um, was it the bottom of a tombola or a lucky dip? <laughs> <laughs> Sawdust everywhere. Good. That's it. Well, impeachment versus the Beatles. Oh, it's a shame we can't put this out to the public vote, isn't it? It is. I reckon the public would have an opinion on this. Yeah. Um, I think you went because I was. You came up with an entire track listing, and I was so lazy I couldn't even be bothered to come up with euphemisms. True. You know what? I did for it what took, I should have come up with took, euphemisms. It took for. some time. I had a wonderful time. Yeah. But it took it took a while. Yeah. <laughs> hey, to all. <laughs> That's great. What? Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that brings us to the end. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Is that, is that through the whole week, to all? We've done four rounds. Surely there must be. Yeah. Oh yeah, two. Sorry, that's. I, I thought I should have four. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> did, did you? How telling that! How telling. Two Fascinating. Makes it sound like I haven't Fascinating. Many See how the week unfurls. Fascinating. <laughs> now that we have proper forfeits on Sundays. On. Um, if you could tell everyone about this, that would be Please great. Do. You know, we'll reach a point where we don't have to keep asking you to. No, that would be um, lovely. Wouldn't it to never hear this again? Yeah, that would be rather wonderful. So um, just tell everyone. Consider this your annoying snooze button reminder to like, rate, subscribe, share, yeah. and do all the business. Um, also, dub it off onto some cassettes because they're coming back and yeah. sell them at boot fairs. That'd be brilliant. Although home taping is killing music, so yeah, but there's no music in this. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.